When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MoheganSunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. Welcome in. It is New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, brought to you by Bud Light. Sunday's chore, loading Bud Light in the fridge. It's football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer of the NFL, so make sure you enjoy responsibly. Also brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Uh, gentlemen, happy holidays. We have Amani Toomer and Mike Tannenbaum. Guys, how was your turkey day? Oh, mine was great. I had a great time. I'm in, out in Las oh, Vegas you right so, now. You sound, I was, you sound like you had a great time. Were you screaming for Michigan yesterday? Is that what that, is that, is that, what that voice sounds like? Is that, is that what's happened here, Imani? Yeah, that mixed with a little karaoke, you know. <laughs> karaoke? To, yeah, I've been known to, uh, you know, perform, let's just say, at a very high Ooh. level uh, of karaoke. <laughs> Some of my voices. So did you divorced. did you go out to a, a karaoke bar last night, or is this like karaoke at the house after? Is this what you do after a Michigan? Is that how you celebrate a Michigan no, it's, win? It's, it's a combination of both. But the night before, I was out with the with the wife and my my sister, and we were, um, you know, we were like I said, we were performing, laying it down, little Belle Biv DeVoe, little Whoa. um, little, little uh, Levert, you know. Wow. Are you hearing this, Mike? Mike Tannenbaum joining us from uh, from a stadium. He'll be made, he'll be on the call for, of course, the Gold and the Bucks today. Mike, happy holidays to you and yours. How did you spend your Thanksgiving? Yeah, great to be with you guys. Uh, yeah, I scooted down to Florida for a night and watched a whole bunch of football, got to be with some family, so it was great. And uh, what, a, what a great game yesterday. You know, we give Amani Toomer for being, you know, taking a massive pay cut going from Michigan to the Giants, but <laughs> it really was a great game. And, uh, you know, that's what you know, competition in college sports is all about. And uh, how about the end of the Alabama-Auburn game? Do you know, according to ESPN Analytics, Auburn had a 99.9% chance of winning that game? That was unbelievable. The last play of the game. Oof. Heartbreak. Um, I was in Florida as well, Mike. I didn't know that. Where I would have you, invited Dina? you over. Yeah. I would have invited you for uh, some stone crabs. Um, Where were you? I was down in... I was down in Homestead visiting my mom. Oh, nice. You have a good time? Yeah, I did. Lots of pickleball, some uh, stone crabs for uh, Friendsgiving on Friday, lots of football, and uh, a lot of Mexican train domino. Not sure if you've ever played that before. It was new to me. Played a lot of that while I was down there in South Florida. But nonetheless, uh, we've got four games in the books. We're going to uh, recap, unfortunately. Sorry, Jets fans. What happened to the Jets? 
Um, but let's start off with the Giants because this is the game that is about to take place this afternoon. And uh, and let's start first and foremost with what's going on with the Giants, right? Three and eight. Uh, Darius Slayton, by the way, doubtful for today. Evan, uh, Evan Neal out. Dexter Lawrence is doubtful. But more importantly, how about DeVito coming off a 31-19 win against the Commanders? Of course, we heard Jack Del Rio has been fired as the defensive coordinator for the Commanders. Um, Not only did they look bad against DeVito, but obviously we saw what the Dallas Cowboys were able to do to them on Turkey Day. So, you know, Mike, Mike, let's start with you. You know, when you you fire a coordinator midseason, you know, um, no good for Washington, but was it more... What we saw from DeVito, was it more of what Washington was not bringing to the table? Or were you impressed with what you saw from DeVito against against the Commanders? Yeah, I think it was hard not to be impressed. You know, uh, that was by far his best game. And, you know, then uh, Washington had one more game right before um, they let Coach Del Rio go against uh, Dallas. So, um, <clears throat> you know, look, there were guys open in both games. And I thought the timing, to be candid, was somewhat odd. You know, Coach Rivera... Is dealing with a new owner, and um, I'm sure there's some uncertainty there. So, to let a longtime friend go like that with a month ago in the season, I was candidly very surprised. But with that said, I thought, you know, from a giant perspective, guys, that was about as good as I've seen Tommy DeVito going back to college, Syracuse, uh, Illinois. Thought he threw with rhythm, anticipation, and accuracy. Amani, your thoughts on DeVito's performance against the Commanders? No, might have a backup quarterback. I mean, that performance, those are the types of performances that put you on the map. Um, going on the road, putting up the points that you did, you know, the touchdowns, just making the offense look like it, they're not giving Tommy DeVito an opportunity to play just because he's from New Jersey, just because of the story and how well he did in training camp. It actually translated into a game this week which really sets him apart from a, I mean, there's not a lot of good uh, backups in the league, and the Giants may have found one that, that may be able to stick around for a long time uh, if, he, if the trajectory keeps going in the right direction. There's a lot of quarterbacks that come in, have one, maybe two good weeks. It's that third, fourth week when they really get a book on what you like to do in terms of uh, your approach to running a particular offense is when quarterbacks start to you know, really get tripped up on themselves because defense coordinators are allowed to, you know, go off of tendencies and you're not going to be surprising anybody anymore. So it's a big step forward, but there's a long way to go. He's got a lot, a lot of season left to play this year, and I'm excited to see what kind of quarterback he can be. I know we've been all doom and gloom over the first couple starts, the first couple opportunities to see him play. But, man, he showed us all uh, that he can play. And also, you got to give a, a, a hat tip uh, to the head coach, Brian Dable. This guy is a quarterback whisperer. What he did last year with the floundering Daniel Jones. Um, this is a guy that, you know, people that argue whether Tommy DeVito should even be in the league. But th- this guy, our head coach, has a way of dealing with young quarterbacks. Going back to Jalen Hurts at Alabama, like this in, in uh, Josh Allen uh, up in uh, up in Buffalo, there's just there's a lot of good that's coming out of this. Not just uh, from you know Tommy DeVito playing, but also shows the Giants may may have made a really good decision and able to be more flexible in getting younger quarterbacks because you have somebody that knows how to work with them. It's not an easy task to to accomplish as a uh, as an organization. 
Again, DeVito, three touchdown passes against the Commanders. So now, can he carry that over going up against the New England Patriots, whose defense, uh, not, not arguably, is a lot better than the Commanders? Yet, the Patriots are sitting at 2-8. and eight. Uh, Word right now is that Mac Jones is expected to continue to start, but I would imagine on a short lease, just in case he's not performing well, Zappi will come in. Uh, because I know there was some talk and speculation that Zappi is going to uh, start today. Uh, Mike, what what have you heard? What what can Giants fans expect from this quarterback situation with the Patriots? Well, look, you know, Mac Jones had a great chance to beat the Colts in Germany and threw an inexplicable interception, you know, at the end of the game off his back foot, underthrew Mike Gusecki, who was wide open, and... You know, it's just one of those things, like, that part of the field, guys, you know, it goes for anything, but especially that part of the field, like, that has to be a touchdown or an incompletion. And he got benched after that throw. Zappi came in and, and, uh, you know, finished the game. Kenley, I'm a little surprised that they're not going with Zappi. Are you? Aren't you? What? Um. Yeah, I mean, if you have a quarterback that doesn't even finish the game, (laughs) he hasn't finished the game in weeks now, so... And if he did, it wasn't because of the way he was playing. It was just the other. Th- I don't know. I just looking at this t- this uh, offense, and man, they have they've been hamstrung by by Mac Jones for a long time. You know, I'm not a huge fan of him after watching him play in person, and um, it's, it, to see him struggle does not surprise me. To see them stick with him, which is something that Bill Belichick usually, if you don't play well, he usually moves on with you that or that moves on from you, and that's his reputation throughout the league. So. For him to be, you know, keep on pushing with uh, Mac Jones, that's a little bit surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's kind of I wanted to turn the the, the question back to you, Mike. I, I mean, a few things again because you've worn that GM hat before. Number one, uh, this is a quarterback that the Patriots took in the first round, first and foremost. So, is there are, are they giving him a lot more leash? than what we've seen in the past with Bill Belichick because of where they drafted him? Um, are they seeing something around him where they feel like, well, this might not necessarily necessarily be all on Mac Jones? Could this be the offensive line? Could this be that he doesn't have a lot of weapons to work with? Could it be that something is not gelling with Bill O'Brien's system that, uh, that he's brought in? Um, and then on top of that, and, and again, I'm just throwing this out here, they're 2-8. and eight. They have an opportunity to finish the season weak and get a top draft pick where they could go after and get a quarterback. Uh, is, it, is it really advantageous for them to go out and win ball games? Let's be honest. They're out of it. So all those things combined, I, I don't know. Do any of them make sense? Yeah, you know, like may, maybe for, you know, uh, like I just know Coach Belichick, he, he's the most competitive person on the planet. You know, he gets pissed off if it's a bad practice. So um, I, I, you know, Like, to me, like, they're going to try to win every game. That's who he is. Um, He puts too much effort into it to, I think, do it any other way. And, look, I I think fundamentally, going back to the fact that Mac Jones was a first-round pick, we've talked about this all fall, guys. Like, you know, you got to bench Zach Wilson. He's not good enough. You know, Daniel Jones, like, when you look at it, he wasn't playing good enough. Like, production, durability, turnovers, like, for all those players, like, if they're not producing, they can't be out there. And Imani knows this as a former player. What happens is when other players are held accountable and the quarterback isn't, it really can fracture a locker room. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because quarterbacks are usually the most hated players on the team anyway. 
you know, by the by the by the team because you know they you rely on them a lot. You have to treat them with kick gloves because they they aren't the the, the most mentally tough players on the field. And so, you know, they get coached differently. It's every time you go in, I've been in so many offensive meeting rooms where, like, the quarterback would throw an interception. They'd be like, oh, you got to run a deeper route. Oh, he had no eye. Look, you need to protect him better because he can't step into his throws. Could you imagine offensive alignment? Oh, you got beat because the grass was too thick and you couldn't get around the edge. (laughs) They make up so many excuses for quarterbacks. It's amazing. So you have to hold them accountable. And I think one of the, the successes for the New England Patriots in the past with Tom Brady was how famously harsh Bill Belichick would treat Tom Brady. And those are the types of that, – that's when you get your team surrounding the quarterback with a lot of confidence thinking, this guy's tough. We don't have to be anything around him. He's going he's gonna to do – he's going to be all right by himself. And, um, yeah, quarterbacks are, are – are, so such hot button topics, especially in the locker rooms. Wow, I don't even know what to say to that. What? No, no love for quarterbacks, Amani. How do you really no. feel? Eight hundred nine one nine. Damn, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the phone number. Uh, we get back. We'll we'll take your calls. Uh, also, we'll switch gears here and uh, and uh, like I said, unfortunately, look back to the Jets loss and what the Jets need to do moving forward. By the way, uh, the Giants getting four and a half at home today. The over-unders at 34. Getting four and a half, four and a half home dog, and the over-under is at 34. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. 
gonna be a lot of fun. Imagine it's gonna be like the last two games, but a little more of my friends and family there. That's really about it. Uh, I think it's a little tougher to play in a way of atmosphere, so to be home, I'll be comfortable. It'll be a lot of fun. How many people will you have here? I'm not sure, honestly. A lot. I, I assume a lot, but I'm not sure exactly. And I wish I could give you a number. I know the last preseason game, the Jets game, I probably had 200 something, but I'm not. I'm not necessarily sure how many will be here. So. Devito. Back at home, getting his bed made. Probably had uh, some uh, extra special made with a lot of love. Chicken cutlets last night. Uh, Want to remind you, the Michael K. Show holiday party returns on Friday, December 8th at your mother's house. No, really, at your mother's, not your mother's house, but your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. Plenty of giveaways for fans and attendants, including ticket packages from the Jets, Knicks, Rangers, Islanders, plus special guest appearances by Amani Tumermani's heading out there. Ooh la la, just... Don't bring any quarterbacks. Rick DiPietro and more. So mark your mark your calendars. Get ready to spread some cheer at the Michael K. Holiday Show, Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. Brought to you by the New York Islanders, Jake's 58 Casino Hotel, Yingling, traditional lager, flight by Yingling, the perfect beer for the holiday season, Security Dodge. Visit securitydodge.com and come get some selection and benefiting the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Uh, by the way, Amani, when you go out there... Rick DiPietro and uh, and Dave Rothenberg just just really saying they are the best pickleball players, spewing that they're the best pickleball players uh, on 98.7 ESPN. So this is what I want you, you have an assignment, my friend. Mm-hmm. Your assignment is to go out there and challenge them to a game of pickleball against you and I. Oh, absolutely. My hand-eye you coordination got it? Is, on, is the next level. I can pick well, up pick a ball in a minute. Absolutely. Well, well, that's well, that's part two. Part two is uh, number one. You need to go out there and you need to uh, secure a, a a game, a competition, mm-hmm. but you and I against the two of those bozos. And then number two is you you you, you need to you need to play some. We we need to get you out there. We need to get you playing some pickleball so you learn the rules because there's a lot of rules in pickleball. I've played it before. I just you know. I just um, didn't stick with it. Didn't stick with me. I didn't buy uh, all the the shoes and the, the, the and hype. The and hype. The hoo- the, the hoopla. Yeah, <laughs> the hookahs are they called the hookahs? Well, no, I have hokas. Hokas. But yeah, hokas, but hokas. Hokas are running. Hokas are running shoes. Yeah, but Those you play in hokas, right? You, I do because I love hokas. I do play in hokas, but a lot mm-hmm. of people like I'm. But I'm. I'm always told I shouldn't play in them because they're running shoes. But I love my hokas. Nonetheless, uh, just make this happen, my friend. While you're out there, please. New York Game Day, ninety point seven ESPN, brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. So make sure you enjoy responsibly, uh, gentlemen. Uh, we've we've got some calls. Let's go to them. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Ira in Staten Island, welcome in. What you got? Hey, good morning, everybody. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. And I tell you, that debacle on Friday. Now, listen, I know they got ravaged with injuries. I know they lost their quarterback four plays in. I think this season was mishandled completely wrong from day one. We all know they should have had a more legitimate backup quarterback. They should have cut bait on Wilson last year. And now, as an organization going forward, you can't tell me Rodgers... It's going to be 100% next year. And they got at least three offensive starters they got to fill in on that offensive line. I'll tell you, Joe Douglas, Mike, you were the last GM to have a winning record when you finished your career with the Jets. They dig McKagan and now Douglas are way under 500. 
And I, I, right now, I am just so down on what they've put on the field. I know they built a good defense, but at the end of the day, those three or four wins in the beginning of the year was fool's gold. This is unacceptable. They raised their price, ticket prices. And I'll tell you, the undisciplined play of the players and the constant personal fouls, penalties, false starts, it all goes back to coaching. And I'll tell you, I am ready to make a move. And if there's a better option out there, I'm ready to change because I, I can't take it anymore. All these years, I did, the losing has finally got to me. This organization is just not headed in the right direction. Ira, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Uh, Mike, let, let's start this conversation with you. And, and again, uh, we'll, we'll recap what happened with the, the Jets uh, against Miami on Black Friday. But we've, I mean, we've said it. We've heard it. Uh, it's been discussed. Really where the Jets failed this, this season was not bringing in a seasoned quarterback prior to the season starting and, and, and even thinking that Zach Wilson would be able to fit the bill, God willing, if anything happened to Aaron Rodgers, which, of course, it did. Keep in mind, at his age, you know, one would think like, you know what, CYA, as my mom likes to say, it's a family show, you figure it out. So do you feel that that's where the Jets really dropped the ball, no pun intended. They should have brought in a better veteran quarterback just in case something happened to Aaron. Actually, I think it really started with uh, the offensive line. I'm uh, doing the Tampa Bay game today and just was talking to some of the people with the Buccaneers last night, going back to how did they recruit and retain Tom Brady. And it was, you know, for really three reasons. Their offensive line, their offensive line, and their offensive line, you know, they were able to get Gronk afterwards and Antonio Brown, but the point was, like, he felt like he could come and be protected, and, you know, when we got far about the Jets, same thing, and, you know, they had a couple pieces on their offensive line, but they were relying on some players that were old or have real durability issues, like Mekhi Becton, and I think, look, Rodgers got hurt on the fourth game at fourth snap, and that was tragic and completely unlucky, but the offensive line was certainly an issue that a lot of people talked about you know, going into the season. And, yeah, certainly you could have said, go get Colt McCoy, go get Matt Ryan. And we talked about it earlier, guys. Like, there has to be accountability. And the other thing I would say is, like, you know, Ira brings up a good point. You talk about injuries. How about the Dolphins? They were missing both their guards. Their left tackle missed half their game. And probably their best running back, Devin Achain, was out as well. And when you look at the way Miami attacked the Jets – the Jets easily could run 80% of those plays. A lot of the balls went to Tyreek Hill behind the line of scrimmage. Easy plays for the quarterback. Hard for the defense. And for all the things that the Jets can't do, and I'm not saying Garrett Wilson's Tyreek Hill, but he's not far away. Like, get him the ball. Get him the ball in space. Get him the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Get him the ball on the move. And it's very discouraging. I understand what I was saying when you're constantly hearing what they don't have instead of focusing on what you do have and maximizing it. And the last thing I would say, Anita, that really was, like, you know, unsettling from a Jet perspective is, you know, for months we heard about this dominant defense. That's not a dominant defense. You know, a dominant defense is to say, hey, you know what, we'll score and we got it and don't worry about because Miami's not going to make one first down today. And they had a chance a couple of times to stand up and Raheem Mostert ran the ball at will against them. And, again, Miami was missing 40% of their offensive line and then upwards of 60% at different points in that game. So injuries, especially post-Thanksgiving guys, it's equal for everybody. The Dolphins just lost a great player in Jalen Phillips. They missed Jalen Ramsey. Like, teams are going to miss guys. So I, I, the, the injury thing, like, I'm a little bit over that. 
Uh, yeah, by the way, you, John, remember how by, when the, by the Green Bay Packers won their Super Bowl <laughs> and they had 16 people on IR back in, I think it was 09. And if, ever since then, I've been just like, I just look at injuries as you, you have to have backups that are on your roster that are as close to starters as you possibly can have to where there's not going to be a big drop-off. And if there is a big drop-off, let's say in the situation where Aaron Rodgers goes down the fourth play of the game, you've got to have somebody ready that can, that's not going to let, let the ship go down. I mean, you, we knew from the beginning of this season that if, you know, considering Aaron Rodgers' age and considering the, you know, the poor performance, um, even the Jets admitted in on the hard knocks that they were talking about, the, you know, the line has to be better. And um, what I was talking about was the discipline, too, that this Jets team has. And whenever you get these slogans like all gas, no breaks, I remember when Coach Fossil came to the Giants, he had something where he said, I don't care about penalties just if they're uh, penalties that are aggressive penalties. And for the majority of the games, they're great. But in close games, the discipline, the, the not getting the penalties, the, not, the, not, the taking away the negative plays, those things pay, play a huge role. And even Jim Fossil had to change his, his tune you know, halfway through. It all sounds great, you know, especially from a defensive guy. All gas, no brakes. And, you know, we're out there flying around. That's great, but you can't just be flying around without the discipline. Without discipline, you're nothing. And as quoting the famous philosopher Mike Tyson, so I just feel like there's some there's some flaws in the entire approach to football that the Jets have, and most most times it's not going to affect you. But when you are in a tight game and you take an inadvertent penalty that extends a drive or shortens a drive, you, you teams are at the high end of the NFL, which is where the Jets are trying to go. It's too great. It's it, the, the execution level has to be too 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 high to be giving away anything uh, to any of these teams in the NFL because if they, you, they give you an extra down or extra first down, extra you know, three points, six points, you just can't overcome that, especially if you, you know, have big deficiencies on your offensive line and quarterback issues. Uh, quick note or, or quick question for you, Mike, before we take a break. John Spitek, uh, was, was, was he one of the guys you were talking to with the Bucks? He's a very dear friend of mine. Yeah, you know, as an enterprising uh, member of the media, I just can't give away my sources. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like but, but yes, well, he was if, one of them. <laughs> yes, yeah, so next time you see John, please let him know that we work together. Uh, just love John Spitek, which, by the way, Amani, Michigan Michigan grad. Yes. Played, yes. played for Michigan and now yes. is... Uh, is I, I think uh, one one of the best uh, for in, in as a front office executive in the NFL. Won't be surprised if he's a GM really anytime soon. 800-919-3776. Chris, we get back. You'll be first up. New York game day brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. So make sure you enjoy responsibly. Uh, also, we've got Omani's keys to the game for the Giants. Can they beat the Patriots today? They are getting four and a half at home. So the odds makers don't believe it. Uh, but do you? Um, Also, we will take a step back and uh, look at all that happened in that Jets loss to the Miami Dolphins. Try to figure out what's next for this Jets team as well. It's New York game day here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. He stayed in there, kept battling. I'll get to the tape and just take a look at all of it to make sure I'm making a smart answer. I'll make sure I have an answer, a better answer for you guys tomorrow, but I thought he battled. I thought he did some good things, some things that he needs to be better at, obviously. Um, of course, that's uh, Robert Sala talking about Tim Boyle. Reports are that uh, he's expected to get another start. Uh, next week is this uh, Eagles team, unfortunately, Eagles, what am I, this Jets team uh, have lost four in a row, which obviously is, is no bueno. Um, looking back on that matchup against the Miami Dolphins, as we know, they lost 34 to 13. Doyle with two interceptions. Brees Hall couldn't get anything going. Seven carries for 25 yards. Garrett Wilson, seven of 44, did score a touchdown. But man, uh, talk about uh, Mostert with two, two, two rushing touchdowns, Waddle uh, putting up over 100, rush, 100 receiving yards, and Tyreek Hill putting up over 100 yards and a touchdown. So, uh, you know, again, just going back to this Jets defense, you know, when, when you've got a quarterback who's like, you know, three and out, three and out, three and out, and also turning the ball over, and the Miami Dolphins, uh, their starting field position uh, at, you know, midfield, if not in Jets territory... It, you know, I'm not making excuses for the defense, guys, but it, 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 it's hard to hold a very explosive offense, you know, down when your offense can't even sustain a drive, right? Yeah, I see that differently. I mean, I've been around great defenses, and this team has talked about being a great defense, but great defenses, Anita, they're like, we'll show up anytime, anywhere, parking lot, pregame, postgame. Fourth and one, first and ten, it doesn't matter. Short field, long field. And this team consistently has talked about how great they are. And again, this was a Miami Dolphin team that came in with multiple backup offensive linemen, and they ran the ball at will. And they ran the ball at consequential moments. And that's not good enough. It isn't good enough. It's not good enough for what the standards they allege to to say that they have. And it was really disappointing because the Jets had a chance to, you know, make a run. And defensively, it was awful. It wasn't good enough. And they've talked a big game, and they didn't deliver a, a home game against a division rival who had a beat-up offensive line, and their best running back was out. And the Dolphins, when they needed to, scored at will. Yeah, one thing you Amani? said that one thing you said that I, I really just can't overlook is, you know, if you're the best, you, you know, they're talking about the '85 Bears, uh, Mike. That's what they were talking about. Yep. They gave up 140.3 yards a game. That's the second worst only to the Denver Broncos. Um, that you're not going to win many games aver- averaging almost 150 yards a game given up on the ground. 
it's just it's just not going to happen. So I think this defense needs to do some soul searching, needs to get some get back to reality. Um, I mean, they still don't give up that many points. They're in the middle of the pack with 21.6 yards per uh, points per game. But still, I mean, you're talking about middle of the pack and you're talking about the 85 Bears. Those two things do not belong together. And, um, yeah, I, I've been disappointed with this defense the entire season, you know, because of the expectations and maybe because of the hard knocks and the X that they put on their own backs. But, man, what's great about the NFL, you can talk all you want. It all comes out in the wash. And I, I love it when teams, you know, realize, wow, those, these teams back in the past must have really been dominant to be able to put up some of these, these, these numbers. And, man, the Jets just – you just sing it, but they're not bringing it, you know? I, I just, I, I look at it differently. I think if, if Aaron Rodgers was the starting quarterback, I, I just think the wind has been taken out of their sails as well. Um, and I'm not making excuses for anyone. You get paid a lot of money. You want to go out there. You need to put your best that's foot exactly forward. That's exactly what but, you're doing. Yeah. But, but either, that's exactly what you're doing. Like, you're I, I, excuse, I don't, like I don't, the standards I, I'm, I'm standards. not, I'm not making, I'm not making excuses. I'm just, I, I think it's reality. I think it's reality. I think these guys are like, what, you know, why am I going out there risking, uh, you know, life and limb when we've got Tim Boyle quarterbacking for us? We're, we have no chance yeah. of winning this game. Yeah, so they're, they're the, like, but they're, but they're not the. Uh, you go I'm back just, to the no. last greatest defense, uh, which was the, the Baltimore Ravens 2000 defense. They won four games in a row where they didn't score a touchdown on offense. Like that's Great. what dominant defenses do. They dominate, and you, you don't need any excuses for a dominant te- te- you know team. Okay, so the, the the offense isn't giving you the give, putting you in bad positions. Great defense is just like Mike said. So what? Um, you you can give the ball all you want. It, you could give a three and out on defense, just like the opposing team did. Th- uh, put the Jets' offense three and out. So it, it, it's not just one way or the other. You know, if you're a dominant, you dominate and you make it. You don't you don't care about. The particulars, just like Mike was saying, any time, anywhere, any situation. Give me the ball at the ten yard line. Dominant defenses don't care; they're going to push you back. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Chris. Chris, welcome in. I know you want to talk about the Jets. Oh my God, I need, I need. I'm, I'm so sorry. Maybe I can help you. You know, maybe like a two, two v two for once, because like this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Mike, it's Amani. Did you guys watch that game? I'm just curious. Every play. You watched every play. So when they gave up 10 points, you know, yeah, uh, to a tough or good offense, we've acknowledged that. Um, what happened on the next drive uh, that two ahead? I'm just curious. He threw a pick six. What happened after that? They came back and they got another pick to set the t- offense up going into half to be in the game. What did the offense do? They threw a pick six Hail Mary, something you should never do, that set the defense back, putting down 17-6. So to act like the defense wasn't in that game is, again, ridiculous. The reality is what Anita's saying is that this offense isn't giving them anything. But you, this is, there's been just such a crazy overreaction. Like, I'm sorry, is, is Austin Vera Tucker out? Yes. Was Tittman not out all the year? Yep. Most of the year? Yep. Was Chris Connor McGovern not out? Yep. Dwayne Brown's been out? The offensive line's done. Our backup guard, Wes Schreisner's out. Any offense is going to struggle. But to act like this defense hasn't kept us in every game. You know the 85 Bears? Their defense probably wasn't on the field 90% of the game. Yeah, because they went three and out. That's why. When the drives were going on, the 85 Bears took their teams and pushed them back. You can't tell me 
I mean, I'm just looking at the stats. Like, you just look at the stats. You can't be the, the second worst stats. team against oh the run in the NFL Money, and consider yourself lying. a great defense. It's just, it's just not going to happen. They average 143 yards per game. Are the Eagles great? Are the Eagles great? How great yeah. is that offense, Imani? Are the Eagles great, yes or no? They're offense. The Eagles are a great offense, yes. Their offense is great. Our entire secondary was out with Zach Wilson at quarterback, and we've never beat them in our history. And mm-hmm. we beat them. Mm-hmm. Our defense dominated that team, and we had the yeah, ball. But you don't judge. Uh, you don't. You can't judge an entire uh, season on, off of one game I'm, that they won. I'm not, I'm, Talk about the games that they the lost. There's more games that they've lost this year and looked pathetic then they have looked like the dominant defense that they could be. Look, I'm not saying that they don't have the players to be good. I'm just saying they're not having their their players aren't performing in a way in which would match them up with any of these elite defenses. Even the elite defenses in the league this year, they're just not that good. I, I don't and, know what else Imani, to tell just, you. Yeah, Amani, take that a step further. Let's go back to that game. Jeff Wilson who's their third-string running back, averaged 5.1 yards a carry. Miami converted 11 out of 16 third downs. Like that, That is completely unacceptable. Did Mike Eccles make a great play? Absolutely. Did D.J. Reed have a nice interception? Absolutely. But to say that you're even a good defense, you cannot give up 4.7 yards per carry to Raheem Mostert, 5.1 to Jeff Wilson, and allow 11 out of 16 on third down, that is not even good. That is way below average. So even if your offense is struggling, you have to get off the field on third down. That's something as a defense you can control, and that's something they didn't do. And by the way, a lot of the things that Miami did were pretty rudimentary. Like they were getting the ball out of Tua's hands. It was a game where if they had tackled better, played with more energy and more aggressiveness, they probably could have been off the field a couple more times. There were a ton of tackles that were broken. That is typically effort. And it really, like when you look at the season, to Amani's point, like the film bears it out and so are the stats. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Danny. Danny, welcome in. Good morning, Anita. By the way, I did speak to Rick, and we are trying to arrange a pre-Michael K. pickleball outing because there's a nice facility very close to uh, your mother's house in Garden City, and we want to get Peter down there so we could run his little legs all over the court. You'll be more than welcome to join. Right. Yeah, some of us have to work that day, but I thank know, you. Well, yeah, I know. I have, a, I have a job for a living, so it's funny. Pickleball people like to play Appreciate every day. It. Now, listen, uh, you know, Mike just talked about some of the things I was going to say. You know, I'm, I'm watching the game, and I believe the analyst said that the that the Dolphins had two or three backup linemen. In. So other teams seem to be able to have these injuries at key positions and have coaching and depth to, to overcome them. And the Jets just haven't had an offensive line for the first day and haven't seemed to be able to generate or have people in the practice squad that they could bring up. And the second thing is is that one of the great conversations we had all year was about the running back, the course value of running backs. And you saw the Dolphins, I think, eight, nine people ran the ball, diversity of talent, diversity of plays, wide receiver sweeps, the whole thing. Where And like Mike said, their second-string running back wasn't even in the game. So this board-to-jet defense let up a lot of yards rushing to backup linemen. Now, if you're going to be an all-time uh, running back, a run defense, you can't allow that to happen. They, they controlled the line of scrimmage. And at times, I thought Miami just knew they had the game in hand and they weren't really – pressing it. It looked like a scrimmage to me until he threw the two interceptions, and then all of a sudden they, they got their act together, and you know, the pick six, I just sat there laughing in front of my television and said, 
like I was in a mental institution because it was so jet-like that it, it just that was anybody stunned that we had to look at that. And I really felt bad for Salah because they grabbed him coming off the field, and it was the last play in half. It wasn't even like there was a second or two where he could have digested what happened. The poor man had to walk off the field and be interviewed immediately as that play was marinating in his brain. It, I really did feel bad for the man. And I, that's it for me. Danny, thanks for the phone call. Uh, let's go to Brian in Milburn. Brian, you're up. Hello? Hey, how Hello, y'all Brian. doing today? Hey, doing I have to disagree. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm a San Francisco fan uh, that we had the argument a couple of weeks ago. But I have to say that it's not the defense fault. When you have a coach that can't bench Zach Wilson, can't do what he wants in the organizations, and he has to account for all the aspects of that organization, but he really can't do too many things on offensive part based off the owner or whoever holding him back from doing things. How that's on that man? How that's on Robert Sala? His defense is good. You put his defense anywhere else? You put his defense on the Dolphins? Super Bowl. You put him anywhere else? That defense with a, a, a nice team, a nice uh, a team that's cooperated, that's, that's run right? They go to the Super Bowl. That defense is all world. They're the worst. No, I'm saying on all. Yeah, they, their defense is pretty good, but man, the amount but of. They're human yards beings, Omani. You, you got to remember that. They're human beings. They oh, I know they're human beings, too. but we're, we're judging them off of other human beings that are just playing better than they are. And look, they're all well and good, but how could you. You are averaging. 140 yards on the ground through 11 games. Only worst team is the Denver Broncos, and they've turned the corner. So you're 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 in this situation because your team is not performing well um, on defense. I mean, they're 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 okay versus the pass, a little bit better versus the pass. You know, only average letting up 183, but still you can't at. Because what running the ball does is it takes away from the clock. You control the game. It's a physical attitude. And it just shows you that there's a soft underbelly to this Jets defense. They cannot stop the run. They're the 31st team in the league. I mean, how do you explain that? If you're, no matter what team you put them on, no matter where, if, they, if people know that you can't stop the run, it, it's just you're not going to consistently win giving up that many yards. 800-919-3776. A uh, number of people want to chime in in regard to uh, the uh, the Jets and, and, and what's happened losing four straight. We'll take a look at what's going on in that division as well. Buffalo Bills getting ready to take on the Eagles. Um, and, of course, as we know, the Patriots taking on the Giants in that division. Uh, New York Game Day brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. So make sure you enjoy responsibly. Also, we come back, we'll have Amani's Keys to Victory for the Giants. Uh, what the Giants need to do in order to secure a victory today against the Patriots. That and more coming your way. New York Game Day. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, 
all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Get ready for Amani's Keys to Victory. All right, Amani. Mm-hmm. Giants coming off of a win against the Commanders. DeVito with a little home cooking with those chicken cutlets. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to take on the Patriots. What are your keys to victory? What do the Giants need to do in order to beat the Patriots today? Well, first of all, the aforementioned Tom DeVito is going to have to play another spectacular game with three touchdown performance, multi-touchdown performance. That's something that uh, nobody expected. But you know what? You know, it's an unexpected story for him to be where he is right now and for him to be taking advantage of it. It's truly inspirational, and hopefully it's the story is going to be less interesting than the reality uh, when it comes down to it. But you, know, you look at this uh, – the total um, of the totals of the offense of Gi- the Giants' offense, and they've been struggling. They, they have been really trying to figure it out. Uh, I think the one thing that they have done well with was is the running game. They're in the middle of the pack with the running game uh, with Saquon Barkley, and that's something they, they need to exploit. They need to maintain that run game dominance to keep drives going and uh, to protect. You know, the, the, although Tommy DeVito had a great game. You know, the offensive line of the Giants gave up a lot of sacks. Uh, they overcame it, of course, but still, that the, the, if you run the ball, you're less dropbacks, less dropbacks, less opportunity to be sacked. Um, and uh, so Tommy DeVito's going to have to play a game. The mm-hmm. offensive line is going to have to really try to figure out a way to, 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 to get this ball on the ground, the ground game going. And also, you know, you got the, uh, the, the, my final point is Wink Martindale. He needs to put up the same type of what he did vers- last week versus Sam Howell. He's going to have to do against Zappi or against Jones um, today. Whoever starts, they're going to have to be seeing ghosts. They're going to be, have to be confused, holding the ball a little bit longer so that this Giants defensive scheme can really set itself in. And uh, I, I, one thing the Patriots can do decently is they can run the football, but, you know, they, they – um, their inconsistency at quarterback is really hamstring in this team, uh, but and and they are you know they average a decent amount of, uh, running the ball at 94 yards, but it's I think that um, their their passing game is really what's been holding holding them back this season. And when you look at 
um, how this team has performed. Um, they they just ha- they've been underperforming since Judon and uh, in their young young rookie the uh, uh, Gonzalez the um, the corner yeah, since ever since he's been out. Uh, this this Patriots team has been floundering on defense, uh, but the Giants have to f- may not let them get right against the, the Giants today and figure out ways to to just keep on competing and, and keep on uh, finishing out this season. See what we have in, in Tommy DeVito as a quarterback. Money's Keys to Victory brought to you by Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. Again, this is a Giants team home dog getting four and a half. New York game day brought to you by Bud Light. Sunday's chore, loading Bud Light in the fridge. It's football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. The official beer of the NFL, so make sure you enjoy responsibly. Uh, We come back. Let's talk about some of the uh, Week 12 storylines, and also we will continue to take your calls. Brian, Lewis, Eddie, hang tight. We'll get you next right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram, Route 1 in Woodbridge, or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MoheganSunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets.